Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name of course is Sean. Today's guest is Stephen Mega Man Martinez. He is the host of the Mega Man Podcast. Great chat we had on Instagram Live not too long ago. Thanks to everybody who joined us. We talk about um, social media, how we started podcasting, um, and really just life in general. This is a really good interview, and I know for a fact that you will enjoy it. What's going on, man? Chilling, chilling. Uh, I just I just worked uh, two shifts. Uh, just been busy. Got yeah. home. Took a sh- little quick shower. Got my beer I promise, ready. I promise this is uh, this is water. But what's in here is uh, to be determined. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Just been so busy. Uh, just scheduling that a lot of people to come on the Mega Man's podcast. Um, I'm booked. Uh, to be honest, I'm booked all the way until next year of July. You've been in the game for a while, right? 2018. Um, three and a half years. Yeah. So what spawned the idea of Mega Man and what was the whole creative process? Well, I did the I did the the podcast on accident because, you know, when back when I started Instagram, you know, I was going doing these lives and going on these little rants. Yeah. And a lot of people were telling me, hey, you got to do a podcast. You got to do a podcast. And uh, I got a lot of people coming on right now. What's up to everyone? When I when I mentioned I did the podcast on accident. Um, I always been a huge uh, fanboy going to all these comedy shows. And uh, when I used to go see uh, George Perez, mm-hmm. uh, Felipe Esparza and all that stuff, the story how it all started is when, when Joe Rogan invited uh, George Perez uh, to be a guest on his show, Joe Rogan planted that seed to George Perez. Hey, you should do a podcast. So right. when, he, when he did... Two weeks after, uh, I quickly subscribed to the George Perez, uh, George Perez stories. He did it with Sight mm-hmm. Dick, Eddie, and Xavier. And I always been tagging him. And I remember he DM me and said, hey, man, you always, you always been showing us love. How about you be a, a, a guest on our show as the 50th episode as the best fan? They invited me on. I, I did the episode. I was a little nervous. Mm. Then after the episode, two weeks after, Martin Rizzo, he's a comedian. He goes on tour with uh, Felipe Esparza from the What's Up okay. podcast. He invited me on his show. He does with his lady, Steph, called Squad by the Bell. He was the mm. one I give credit to because he planted that seed. Hey, you should start a podcast. This is how you do an anchor and everything. Right. I was thrown in into the lion's den because I was trying to get my episodes out. There's no podcast book for dummies or anything. So I just... <laughs> Trust me. Trust yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. So when it happened, I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I talk about Perfect. and everything? And it got worse because George Perez and Side Dick, he, uh, they were showing me love and... You know, I, I only put out one episode. It was a trashy what? episode for like 30 minutes. It got worse. A couple of days after, Felipe Esparza, he said, shout us to fucking Mega Man, follow him. And I just put what? out one episode and I was like, oh shit. Then I had over close to 100 DMs like, hey, when's the next episode and everything. And I was like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So um, it just went from there. And um I'll be honest, I was going to quit the podcast at six episodes or seven because it, it was too much. So I took a two weeks off and I was like, you know what? Let me mentally prepare myself because if you're going to deal with criticism and you're going to have thick skin and you got to do homework on Google and all that. Right. And I was losing followers, losing listeners. I was like, okay, if I'm going to be all in, I can't have one foot in, one foot out. They're wanting content, right? Yes, so. I, I was learning. I was learning. It was like all baby steps. So when I started over, um, I started doing these episodes called The Mega Man's Life. 
The Mega mm. Man's life is where I, the journey I've been through when I was little until now, the, uh, the journey I've been through from my, my ugly times, my good times, my bad mm. times and everything. And, and that's where I started getting all these, a lot of new listeners, new subscribers and everything because they wanted real stories. And, right. and ever since then, um, I've, been, I've just been, you know, staying in my lane, bringing the who's who's. You know, you're going to have your ups and downs on the right. podcast, right. but... The thing is, it comes with experience. And once you're so dedicated and I'm learning the podcast 24-7, I'm just getting better and better because I'm learning know, something man. new every day. So for those listening that haven't checked it out, what, what's it about? Like, what's your, like, if there was, actually, I'll take that back. If there's an episode for somebody to check out for the first time, which one would you refer them to? You know, uh, the Mega Man's life. You got to hear those episodes from the beginning. Though Those are the ones where I opened up, where mm-hmm. I opened up about a lot of personal things that I've been through, you know. And, right. uh, you know, I was mentally abused, emotionally abused, uh, physically abused, or even sexually abused. And those are stories where a lot of people don't want to shed light on. And you have to talk about it because, you know, I have to be genuine because, you know, for for a lot of people watching this live and a lot of listeners, they want to know who you're all about and who's Mega Man all right. about, you know, and stuff. Because, you know, learning from these podcasts, you know, there's over close to 2 million th- different types of podcasts. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of okay ones. And there's ones that are kind of like, you know, they put a character on. Right, right, right. And... I know a lot of these podcasters, they just do crazy things for downloads, you know? Mm-hmm. You never know who's real and who's not. Yeah. And I met those people in real life, and I was like, it's it's not going to work, you know? It's just because I'm too real. And that's why you probably see me, or you see the, the stuff that I oh, put I out. On your live. I'm sure you noticed that. I, I, I try I to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can't be doing live because, you know, at my end, my thing's blocked because, you know, the stuff that I, I talk about and, right, you know, there's right. always going to be haters and, you know, people to kind of like slow me down. But the mm-hmm. only thing is I'm just putting out content. I'm getting my, my name out there, doing other people's podcasts like yours. And I, I appreciate your uh, accepting my invitation. So thank you for doing this. No, it's, it's, it's all love. And, you know, and that's the thing, like we got to support each other. You know, we, we, we're going to win, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of podcasters I know that they want to support and there's some that don't. But, you know, you never want to say no to a podcast like, hey, man, I want to be invited on. I'll be a guest on mine. No matter if they're big or not, you you got to say yes, you know, because you you want to help them grow. Yeah, I had um, I had Freshy on the podcast and he's a friend of both of ours on Instagram. Okay. So yeah, so uh, he was like, he was excited to have you. Uh, that was going to chat with you. I, I don't know if he's in. Let me see if Freshy is on. Oh no, he's not on yet. But he's a he's an indie artist out of California. But so speaking of, uh, I've never been to Cali, so I know you're from. Are you from the Bay Area? Is that correct? I used to live in the Barrio. I was born in the city of Long Beach, lived in Wilmington, Carson. Uh, okay. once, once my family split, I moved to the Central Valley, to Modesto, lived in Stockton, Sacramento. Yes, of course, the Barrio, Union mm-hmm. City, uh, Concord, Tracy. And I moved around a lot, but I now I'm more focused over here in Long right. Beach now and everything. So what's the number one? Like if someone's going to Bay City, what would be the number one attraction? Like tourist-wise? Oh, well, it's, it's going to be Frisco, of course. I mean, there's a lot of cool spots and everything. Um, to be honest, I haven't been to Beria in a couple of years. I've just been so busy with podcasts and work yeah. and just trying to get my name out there. I'm, uh, I'm planning on heading that way. 
So I just didn't know if you knew something I should check out. Yeah, just go to Frisco. There's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of mom and pop places and everything. I know a lot of people were DMing me, hey Mega Man, when are you gonna come to the Barrier? Because there's a lot of podcasters out mm -hmm. in the Barrier and Salinas and more Santa Cruz. So I'm gonna do a little podcast invasion and and spread that gospel because the reason why um, I know a lot of people are so used to Zoom and everything, but I don't feel that energy. So to me, um, I'm I'm using my money to go out of my way to DM a lot of podcasters in the area. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be over here for two weeks. Hey, mm -hmm. I'm going to go I'm staying, you know, stay in hotels. Like I'm going to do all the podcasts in certain cities and stuff like that and try to try to uh, get mm -hmm. my name out there in the Barrier in the Central Valley the next year. I'm going to make a trip out to Texas. There's a lot of podcasters over mm -hmm. there in Texas are coming up right now. Yeah. So let's transition on over to music. Who do you think is like the GOAT rapper? Uh, right now I'm listening to Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. You got Mr. D's. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, well, there's a lot of hip hop right now. What I love about music is I'm East Coast, you're West Coast, and there's there's this. I grew up on the so far some Florida boys, so I grew up on the Atlanta, you know, scene. But I, I always like I always go back to Snoop. Like I've always like that's my he's one of my bucket lists. Like like people just to talk to, not even on the podcast. Like if I could just say hey to Snoop Dogg, I'd be like set. I'm a yeah. big Snoop guy. Do you relate with Snoop Dogg, like his genre back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but if you look at the video of the What's My Name, where he's on top of VIP record, yeah. I was in that video. I was across the street when I was little really? and stuff. Yeah, that one, I was when I was little, I was in a music video with Master Ace. I was born a row. When they were filming it at the LA Coliseum um, over there uh, with the Lowrider show, I was little in the far. Mm -hmm. um, Stu, I only I only met Snoop Dogg maybe once, but I seen him around because he's always. But I know he moved, but he's always shows love. I know a lot of people who know him. I'm gonna have uh, one of my good friends, Jesse. He's a photographer. He works for Snoop Dogg, and uh, really? I'm gonna get him on uh, the Hood Santa. The Hood Santa knows Snoop Dogg, uh, Tito Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of good people in Long Beach that I know, and I want to surround myself with good people because in, when you're in the city of Long Beach, you know you always want to show love and so you mm -hmm. always want to show love and support to to yeah. everyone. You know, I just want to see people win. That's all I want. You've been around the game over there. So how has music changed since the '80s since to now? Um, um, it, it changed a lot. You know, I know a lot of people like Tony, the wizard from Rodeo radio. He, uh, he, he's bringing a lot of good people and, uh, it, it changed a lot, you know, it, like this whole mumble rap and I just, it's not my thing. I'm more of an eighties, nineties, early two thousands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I listened to Kendrick Lamar, you know, I listened, like I said, Freddie Gibbs and, uh, mm -hmm. MF doom and, uh, Benny the butcher, you know, right. but, I'm into the, to be honest, I'm really into the indie scene, indie music. I've always been an indie music right. fan. And uh, uh, right now I'm kind of listening to Cigarettes After Sex. Really? What? Uh, please, uh, please expand on that. What is uh, that? Cigarettes After Sex is an indie band. Uh, they're based out in, uh, I think they're based out in Austin, Texas. They're, okay. they're coming up and uh, they okay. have a lot of good hits, good songs. Shout and, out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like a Mindy Chill. They're like a new version of... Uh, uh, shout out to my boy Concrete, my boy Concrete. Um, everyone follow him. That's my boy right there. Building. Yeah, <laughs> that's my boy Concrete. He's 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 blowing up. Follow him, everyone. But uh, uh, Cigarettes After Six is it's like a new newer version. It's like a 10.0 version of uh, Coplay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're good. Um, that's what I that's what I've been doing lately on this podcast is interviewing a lot of independent artists. A mm -hmm. lot. 
uh, Elise Stein out of Nashville, Tennessee. You guys need to check her out. She's a pop star. She's getting big over there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. And then I've, I've also talked to people in D.C. I'm big in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. So I've, that's, that's the thing for me is why did they get into it? And a lot of them, they don't condemn auto-tune, but a lot of them are like they use it, like they're people that use it just to, you know what I'm trying to say? Like they use yeah. it to a little accent on their music, you know? What's yeah. your thoughts on auto-tune and everything? Well, there was a, a documentary about that, and the one who, who really who fucked everything up with that auto-tune was T-Pain. Yeah, wait, 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 hold on. Do you, do you think that's a stigma, or do you think it's real? Yeah, it's real. He, he, he changed everything, and, uh, and he had, did a documentary. So T-Pain was, uh, he was on a flight. He tells a story that, you know, he was on a flight with Usher. Usher said, hey, come over here. And he says, it's that. he told him, sit down. I said, what? You know, you just fucked up the whole music scene because of your auto tune, you know. So it it it, it changed everything. Mm-hmm. So a person who can have a shitty ass voice, you have auto tune, it can change, you know. So it it, it kind of gets away with it. So to me, I always been like, I like a good rapper, like a good singer and stuff. But that whole auto tune, I'm not really feeling it. I'm I'm old school. I'm super old school. It says Xavier. I don't want to mess up the name, but Xavier's RD. Just say no to auto tune rap. All right, I'm with you. I'm yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just like, can't. Um, I can't do all that. I'm a big Migos person, so Quavo, mm-hmm. and he, he, he does a little bit. But you're, I'm, I'm with you though. But like T Pain was my jam back in the day, though. Yeah, T Pain. <laughs> there was a lot of good songs back in the day. And it yeah, just man. Feels- We're about the same age. I'm, a, I'm 34. So you know, oh, I, oh. I grew up in the, I grew up in that era. You know, early 2000s. <laughs> oh, man, I'm 41, and I'm, I'm. I'm it's not that okay. It's seven years, man. That's not that long. Yeah, but it, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck in that genre of those early '90s R&B music. Who's who? Who was your favorite R&B wise? Oh man, Shy. You had Color Me Bad. You had Troop. You had High Five. You know, <laughs> the H Town from Houston. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good R&B. Oh, Silk, Silk, uh, Jagged Edge. I mean, there's there's just like there's a who's who's and. Mm-hmm. And some of those R&B music, Sade, I love Sade. Sade's like, damn, man. So beer-wise, I see you do it right on cue. What's your go-to beer of choice over there in uh, in California? Well, right now I'm drinking uh, one of my past guests, you know, Julio Trejo. He had uh, his uh, Chela's Mondial Quail Pale, uh, you know, beer he did. And, uh, mm. you know, I'm usually right now the winter's changing, the, the, the weather's changing and winter. So right now I'm drinking like a lot of stouts like from right. Long Beach Beer Lab. But right now, to me, my palate always changes. You know, it really depends if I'm if I'm kind of feeling the If I don't want to get too fucked up, I can drink a Pilsner, IPAs, mm-hmm. or a Hazy's. But right now, since it's like the, the weather's changing, yeah. I'm more of a stout person. Are you into the craft brew scene over there? Oh, I know a lot of people in the craft beer industry. A lot of people. Oh, yeah. What's, what's your thought? Do you think it's like oversaturated? Like there's so many breweries going on that money is getting dispersed everywhere? Um, I don't say if it's saturated, you just, there's, there's a lot of good breweries coming out and, uh, it's, I can say 50, 50 is saturated, but you really have, your brewery has to really stand out who you recruit, who you bring in, who you're doing collabs with right, right now. And over here in the West Coast, a lot of people always want to go to Monkish or El Segundo and all or Belching Beavers or Stones and, or, you know, Brewery West. But there's a brewery coming up and they only only been open for eight or nine months and they already 
they went to the American Beer Fest. So like, it's like, the, you go to Colorado, it's like the World Cups for beers. And uh, mm-hmm. I think this brewery just won close to five or six gold medals. And they only been open about eight months. And uh, it's a brewery in Anaheim, California called Radiant Brewery. And they're just coming up. Killing it. Killing the game. Killing huh? I, never had a, I never had a bad beer from them. Their beers are solid. I love it. Uh, Beachwood. Beachwood uh, Brewery over here in Long Beach. You got 10 miles. Ambitious mm-hmm. Ales is like the monkish of Long Beach. Long Beach Beer Lab. Shouts to Levy. Steady Brewery. Liberation. Mm-hmm. Liberation. I know those guys. Uh, Eric and Dan. Uh, Dan used to be one of the. Uh, he used to be in a group called uh, Real Big Fish, a ska band back in the back in the back in the early '90s and stuff. So a lot of people, a lot of breweries are coming up now. You got <laughs> any good? Uh, you got any good drinking stories, Mega Man? You can share. Oh. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, these are back in the day, but uh, I'll tell you one that you can share on live with everybody. Um, <laughs> damn. Okay, um, I was drinking so much, I went to a bar. I won't name the bar because I sometimes I go there because I know the owner, but it's on Fourth Street in Long Beach, and uh, we were drinking and everything and stuff, <laughs> and it got to the point when I got a little bit too turned out. At the time, I was single, and um, I met some girl there, and I was like, mm. we're just making out. And uh, <laughs> yeah. what happened was it it, it went back. It, it, it was pretty fucked up because when we were making out, I asked, when I was kissing her, I threw up in her mouth. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I just... I had drank too much and she got disgusted and I got some I got some crazy I got some crazy stories. Funny story about uh so my ex girlfriend I've told this story in the podcast, but it's my podcast. I can say it again. Mm-hmm. So uh <laughs> so I got really drunk, right? We we uh we got like it was you know how some like, relationship was just going south and it was just it was one of those nights where it like ended it. So I was like, All right, I'm just gonna go out, you know, first thing they tell you when you break up is get your mind off of that and go do something else. So I'm at the club, right? And guess who shows up? Who? My ex, my ex girlfriend. So she knows my last name. So and she's scorned because I pissed her off. So she goes to the bartender and starts adding drinks to my tab while I'm gone. Because <laughs> how's the bartender gonna know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, looking at my tab, I'm looking at my tab at the end of the night. I'm like, what? Where would all these uh, you know gin and juices come from? Oh, that you know what did it? Yeah, my boy Tito, my boy Tito, he said, Mega Man, tell him uh, the story when you used to get paid to be a sugar daddy. I used, okay. to, get, I used to get paid to be a, uh, well, this guy, when I was like kind of experimenting, you know, um, this whole poly, these poly relationships. Well, this husband used to travel a lot. And he, he came up to me and said, hey, man, I'm going to travel a lot, but I need you to do me a favor. I'll give you thir- three, I was a I think it was $3,200 or was it $3,300 a month just to spend time with my wife, to do whatever you want. His wife was banging. They lived down in Whittier, beautiful oh, like, Latina no woman. Joke. Oh, my God, dude. Just taking out and take this out. He gave me his credit card, like a prepaid, like those green dot cards. Say, hey, you, well, you can use this card. I'm going to pay you right. and a direct deposit. But this is a card if you want to take my wife out for like to, to the movies and this, whatever. Well, are you paying, are you, oh, hold on. Are you paying back with interest on this thing? <laughs> no, man. No, no interest. Nothing. You know, he just he just didn't want his wife to be lonely. So taking her out and, you know, and when the time he came back, he just said, hey, hey, Steven, hey, thank you for showing my wife some love. And that was it just for those three months. So 
out of that, I got over close to 10, 10 grand in three months. Wow, that's crazy. So besides the obvious, did you did you take did you learn anything from that experience? <laughs> like to bury yourself or anything? Or was it just something that you just chalk it up to an experience? Chalk it up to experience because at the time, you know, I did a lot there's a lot of open oh, I didn't know at the time there's open relationships, Uyghurs, poly right. relationships. I didn't and I learned that, but those these were all like times when I was in my early twenties and stuff, you know, and right, right, right. Yeah, I have similar. I have a similar story where I just meet some random chick, and uh, she's like, she's like, um, so we pulled over, of course, you know, and Mm -hmm. she was like, um, she was like, oh yeah, can I go down on you? My ex, my my ex boyfriend just broke up with me, and I can I just can can I pretend that can you pretend that you're my ex boyfriend for a second? Oh wow. What's a little little foreplay right there? You gotta pretend. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I mean, you you finished, and that's it, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, yeah, that that's just how it is, you know. And finished, I never, I never saw her again, Mega Man. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. There are stories like there was times like that, you know. Go, never heard from that girl ever again in my life. I never heard of that that <laughs> the, that my homie. They him and his wife they moved and uh, yeah. That I think in a way they were just kind of ex- experimenting Weird. and stuff like that. But that's just how it is, you know. You, you experiment, yeah. You tried this, you tried that. Mega Man, did you try three sons? Yeah, You're living life. You You're in your twenties. <laughs> yeah. So you say you meet a lot of different people. Is there anyone that you've met that you've been like awestruck by? Like, oh my god, I can't believe it's him or her. Um, to be honest, I I I meet a lot of people, but honestly, the one who really where I got like nervous, nervous, nervous. Um, I think it was a couple months back. I, I went to Wilmington and Johnny D from Spanish Fly. He was like, "Hey, Mega Man, come over here. There's someone who want, you want to see." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Concrete." He's like, "Concrete." He's like, he was on here right now. Concrete to me. Oh, okay. He uh, he's out there. He's blowing up. And uh, you know, to be honest, when he's uh, when I met him, he was super uh, down to earth person. I got really nervous, you know, because I mm. seen him everywhere. And the, the weird thing about it is, I don't know for some kind of reason, I. Got got nervous around seeing concrete and i mean i met other celebrities you know like alfa robles you know felipe esparza like major major people and they don't they don't get me nervous but for some kind of reason you know meeting up with concrete i was nervous because this this guy's coming up this guy's blowing up and the thing I like about him, he's very humble. He's working hard. He has a good story. And I noticed with him that he's building his his Instagram, his followers very organically. And I like really? that. Impressive. And, yeah. And a lot of people like show, showing love to his page because it's funny. And I want to say this also because right now we're in a time where mental awareness is a big thing. And you see a lot of people are feeling down for themselves, depressed and everything. And this is the thing that... I want to have my podcast page kind of brighten up people, good quotes, inspiration stuff, funny memes, because I just want to get through people's days. And that's what Concrete does. He he does come. He's to me, he's like the Renaissance person. And I like what he does. And hopefully maybe down the road I can get him on the Mega Man's podcast and, and a lot of good people. And uh and that's the thing I wanna be around I wanna be around positive people because you know, it, it makes me feel good because when when I was young, um, I, I, I used to battle uh, battle with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And to me, this, um, doing podcasts, this helps me battle my depression. This helps me with in my anxiety. Mm-hmm. To me, podcasts saved my life. And, and ever since then, you know, I feel like there's people out there who are who are looking for help. And, and mm-hmm. anyone who has a major platform like you and I, 
we got to do whatever we can to to entertain the people or, or cheer people up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, I think that's what drew me to your podcast. I would, and plus, you know, me being <laughs> central, you're being Pacific. I I'm not a very good sleeper, so I like I'm, I follow you obviously, and then I was like I would listen to your stuff. And because you're on, not a lot of other podcasts are on live when you are. At least I'm yes. so, Yeah, so, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I was like, all right, so I'll just check this guy out. That's how I stumbled. Like, I didn't stumble upon you, but I like, I was like, all right, this guy's pretty cool. He's down to earth. He's chill. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know any Californian, so it gives me a look into a life that I have nothing about. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, I'll, this guy, this guy's cool. So, and I appreciate, I appreciate you were like, you were like, let's do it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm honored. Thanks, man, for coming no. on. I'm honored, you know, for it's you having good, on my podcast and hopefully next year I get you on and uh, maybe since you're coming over here to the West Coast in the Bay Area, maybe I'll make a drive and we'll meet up and we'll do a podcast well, you give face-to-face. A, you, give a Florida, you give a Florida boy a, a tour around? I'll show you. I'll show you. There's some good spots and stuff, but uh, yeah. And that's now, the thing. I'm born, I, uh, I'm born and raised in Orlando, man. I'm from, I'm from Orlando. Okay. So big, ma- big magic fan. Unfortunately, since yeah. Shaq left and went to LA, things haven't been, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you think but, of Florida, because you know, I met one time when he was in college. He was over here, Tim Tebow. Yep. So yeah, big time Florida fan, you know. And what's happy for your uh, your Giants? I saw you're a Giants fan. Talk about that. How long have you been a Giants fan? I've been a Giants fan since I was like ten years old. And even though I lived in half half half, I live I lived in LA like half of my life, and I always been a Giants because the reason why is like, why is this person living in LA? He's a Giants. Well, when my mom, that's why I said, was, why I said Bay Area because I said, yeah, my yeah, bad. Well, I didn't mean to be an assumption. No, <laughs> It's okay. When uh, my mom, we had family in Modesto, and what we would do, when, you know, there's an Amtrak train that starts from Bakersfield, goes all the way up, and we sometimes we'll go see the Oakland A's and the Giants game and stuff. Sure. And, and if you live in the Central Valley or NorCal, either you're a Raiders fan, you're a Niners, you're a mm-hmm. Sacramento Kings, Warriors, Shards, you know, so. It came from my team back in the day, man, but continue, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, we take our sports very seriously, and i just been a diehard Giants fan, and, uh, you know, even though we have our ups and downs, we're, I'm kind of a little bummed out because Buster Posey retired, and he was our anchor, but I get it why he retired, because of his. Oh, he retired? Player. I didn't even know. I don't keep track of baseball, like. Yeah, my he family, had... My family are all, my family, I come from a family of Cub fans. yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, Cubs fans. Well, at least you got your World Series. Did the Four Locos scene get crazy out there? I'm not. Man, those are man. Those are '90s. I used to drink those. East Coast people. People start dying off them. Like, I heard about it. I heard about it. Kids start drinking them. It's like drinking a like you know. And they had to change the formula because people were people Mm -hmm. were like not me, of course, Megan. (laughs) Yeah. I would would doubt a few, you know. I I don't like those. You know, those are like like dangerous. They were. You know, I drink those back in the day, my early 20s, but I don't drink those anymore. Those are, to me, those are like just crappy beers. (laughs) I want fresh, good beers. And, you know, if, if like you're really broke, you know, maybe get a three pack of some PBR, some PAPS, you know, some King Cobras. I like King Cobras. To me, that King Cobras tastes like strawberries to me. I don't know why. Yeah. So let's let's get back to the let's get back to the podcast. So what do you see in the the future of the Mega Man podcast? Like what's your vision? So right now, um um I'm going I'm I'm changing a lot of things on the podcast, you know. Um getting the Patreon, that's the must, getting the merch, getting the YouTube ready. 
um, get, getting all the platforms ready, uh, making a backup page because I always want to tell people this, don't depend on IG to really, you know, because what's going on, what happened with the Facebook whistleblower and everything, you know, all of a sudden the Instagram and the Facebook was down. Yeah. You have to really expand. So don't really depend on Instagram to, you know, do Twitter, do Twitch, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, bring like a lot of good people. Build your podcast very organically. Mm-hmm. I know podcasters that pay monthly just to get followers. Oh, and I heard that's a thing. It's that's it's really sad. It's really really sad. Like, how much money are we talking about here? Can you disclose it or? <laughs> well, I don't know these. Well, I know them, but I'll say this: you I don't have to disclose the number. But give me like a give me a ballpark. They're paying maybe close to two hundred dollars a month, and what they're really? doing is they're paying people to give them fake followers mm-hmm. and stuff. And that this is the catch. If you're going to pay people to build your numbers up and everything, you're going to see things. You're going to see why is this, why is this podcast page has, let's say, for example, 50-50 case. And, but he right. only gets, he only gets one like. He only gets two likes and shit. That's a, that's a red flag. You know, right. if you have a video, you know, and you only get like 10 or nine views and you have a hundred Ks, these are red flags. So that's why to <laughs> just me, a little, just a little, <laughs> just a little. So that's why you have to build your podcast organically. At the same time, you want your numbers to, you want your numbers to show you have to get out there. You got to do other people's podcasts. You got to get him. You got this because right now I did the pod. Well, three years ago, I did the podcast at the perfect time. If I was going to do the podcast now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it because podcast right now is being so oversaturated everyone's doing it everyone's so if, doing it them and their mama are doing it <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah so the thing is if you're gonna start a podcast now like you mm. better be like you better know people you better get connections right. your podcast better be because i listen to close to maybe 600 different types of podcasts if you're gonna listen to sensibly cynical check out the one i had a stripper comedian on you need to check that one out I'll check it out. If, there, if there's people that haven't listened to sensibly cynical yet on here Check out the stripper comedian Christy Monroe. <laughs> are you are you on iTunes? Uh, yeah, my sensibly cynical is every, every. I'm not being cocky, but it's you can find it. You can find it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So you and that's why I changed the logo to green just to get it stand out. I changed it to lime green so yeah, it would be visually appealing. Yeah, it stands it, out. I like it. Yeah, it used to be red, and I was like, red's not doing it. Mm-mm. That stands so, out. That's a color right there. Be like, oh shit, boom, right there. Sensibly cynical, and the name has a the name has a catch to it. Sensibly cynical. Mm-hmm. So Seth CGC, he kind of hooked me up, <laughs> and he gave me a good logo. Yeah. So shout out to Seth uh, CGC. Mm-hmm. Give him yeah. a follow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's who you know sometimes too. It's not. Yeah, it's not what you know. It's who you know and stuff. And. <laughs> And, you know, me living in L.A., to be honest, I'm a little spoiled because I know a lot of people and I can just say, hey, you want to come do my podcast? And, and, and yeah, or sometimes if um, once I get the Zoom ready, I can, ha- you know, interview you on my Zoom and put it on my episode. And that's why a lot of people always say, like, hey, I want to come on your podcast. And I told them it doesn't work like that. I says, why? It's invitation only. I said, well, what do you mean? Well, because mm-hmm. I, I want to build a I want to build a relationship with you and get to know you. Right. And, all, and so. I could be more comfortable and I could say, talk about this and everything and, and all, because like once I have that person, he or she on the podcast and when we're done, I'm still going to have a relationship with that person. So yeah. um, that's, that's what I always want to do. I want to build a relationship. If then I'll get them on the podcast. Right, right, right. Because you don't want to seem like you don't want fake people. They'll be like, Oh, all right. 
Let's dip. I got two followers. I got some followers here. Uses, mm-hmm. you know, you want something real. I feel you. Yeah, and I and I dealt with that in the beginning of the podcast because at the time I was bringing random people and not knowing, not doing you background. Doing, you weren't you weren't like filtering checks or anything on them. Nah, I was just bringing like, hey, you want to come on my podcast? But ever since you then, were looking now, for, you were looking for content. I got it. I got it. Yeah. But now I don't do that no more. If I'm going to have people on, I do my homework and, and see what their social media and I always tell them, hey, I want to come on my you want to come on my podcast. Here's my number. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Let's chop it up and, and see if we click. There's a lot of times a lot of people said yes. And there's some that said no. But I think in a way is this there's some that people were like, oh, I want to get this person. OK, well, that let's say, for example, I want to get so and so. And he has over, let's say, three million followers. OK, that's cool. That's good for mm-hmm. clickbaits or clouds and all that. But when you have him on the podcast, maybe that person doesn't know how to talk and, he, and he's quiet, doesn't want to socialize and right, this, whatever. Right, 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 right. Then you got a crappy episode. <laughs> well, this has been, this has been awesome. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, what, made you, what made you decide to do a podcast? Well, this, has, this podcast has a long history. So I actually, I actually had a co-host in 2017, a guy in New York, got from New York, and we were, he lived here in Pensacola. And we were doing we were doing the episodes out of my car, out of my old Honda. We would just no no mic, nothing. We would just use the on the podcast where I'm Podbean, and we would just press record, and we would just just shoot the breeze. We oh, get wow. club would be over. We'd be like, hey, let's shoot the shit on blah 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 blah. And then he just didn't take it seriously, man. And I'm not, I don't want to throw him under, but we're not like I don't hate the guy. It just is what it is, you know. Yeah. So he didn't, take, he didn't take it seriously and moved on. And I've been running it by myself for a couple of years now, man. And I, it's similar to you. Like what you said resonated with me, man. It helps me. I don't have too much going on. I'm single, um, kind of talking to somebody, but things aren't expediting the way I want them to. Mm-hmm. So I kind of use it as a, like a catharticism. It's got, like cathartic for me. You know what I mean? Like a release. Mm-hmm. And I actually, also resonate with you on the multiple things you said something about it's finding people yeah this didn't people that are going to look up since and be cynical and they're going to be like yeah he's interviewed a lot of musicians lately there's a reason for that i found the i found a networking agency that you know i'm I'm working with shout out to uh, samantha over there and you know she, she filters me guests and stuff and and then i have uh dolores who helps me out as well Mm-hmm. But you know, so it's it's so that's why I lean towards music. But really, man, it's just it's society and culture. I'll I'll talk to whoever on man. And that's the thing about podcasts, you know, because you know, I it gives us it gives us we can interview anyone we want. And even though with my podcast, a lot of people, oh, Mega Man, you you have a good, awesome Latino podcast. But the thing is, when people say that in our in in our in the Latino podcast world. People think that you're just one dimensional, but not knowing with my podcast can be universal. I want to bring the who's who's and and that's the thing. Like, you know, you have to evolve, you have to adapt and you got to just get out of your comfort zone and get out of that pond and see what's out there in the podcast world. And, and, you know, you having you invite me onto your podcast, it's an honor. And, uh, you know, and that's the thing. And hopefully, you know, my followers can follow you and your followers can follow me and we can help each other out. We, we're going to win. East Coast, East Coast, West Coast, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's And that's the thing. And it, we're just, like I said, I, I just want to see people win because, you know, um, there was a lot of podcasters I know that didn't make it from these from these COVID times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
you know, they started and they just kind of lost that, that ed, that, how do you want to say the word? They lost that, that they lost that urge. Urge. They lost that urge. urge. And they don't do it no more because they say, you know, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to do in this. I don't have time. And so that's mm. why you see a lot of people, a lot of podcasters are, you know, starting and there's a lot of podcasters are kind of quitting. So it's kind of more like up mm. and people going down. So it's, well, it's, like it's, like steady on two mil- it's steady on 2 million last time I checked. Yeah, yeah. It was last time, I, last time I saw it, it was at 1.4. Yeah, it's, oh, it's above, it's two now. Mega Man, go to listennotes.com. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Go, go there. It, it, it's a good podcast database. It tells you how many podcasts. It actually gives you a ranking, like against other podcasts. I got to check that out. And that's the thing that I want to – I'm glad that it's you called, brought it up. Um, it's called a listen score. Okay. okay. And you check out your listen score. Mine's like 30s. It's like the obviously the higher. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I have, but, to check, I have to check all that stuff out. But right yeah, now, man. I'm just um, – I'm so busy because I'm more, I want to get that blue check mark. Oh, like verified, like on Twitter, Instagram, like all of it. Mm-hmm. That's um, where I'm focusing because I had to put a lot of resumes in because when you Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they're mm-hmm. going to ask you for a lot of info. Okay, this, you have that. We in the newspaper, we got articles. Did you do this? You have to, yeah. you could do all that just to get verified. If there's someone that's just, you know, is getting started in the, let's say society culture, podcast you know genre do you have what's your advice for them like people starting out well there's a i can't say i can't say one advice there's a couple advice um first things first uh think about it for for two months and the reason why i say that for is just that you really go up really you really want to you know think like okay this is a this is a full-time job you know you there's not one foot in one foot out and you know just come up with good material you know if you have stuff to talk about Mean it from the heart, you know, don't copy other people. Just just worry mm-hmm. about yourself. And yeah. also just stay in your lane. Don't worry about other people's podcasts. There's like I said, there's two million. Just worry about yourself. Uh just focus on just promote. Know what you want to talk about. Have your episode good from beginning, middle, and end. Um uh, an average podcast on in my eyes is probably an hour and twenty minutes. If yeah. it's like yeah. three hours, you mm-hmm. it better be fucking good. It better be like Joe Rogan or someone like with a big name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just and just be more active on Instagram. Do other people's podcasts, and uh, yeah. you know, for for them, you know, podcasters, you know, show your audience who you really are. Talk about yourself. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I represent. This is my podcast. This is how I started. I, right. I, I, I like stories. I like. I love stories. I love hearing other people's stories. Yeah. Well, me too, man. And uh, Mega Man, this is awesome. Where can people find uh, your podcast? Well, you can find me on Instagram at the Mega Man's podcast page, on Twitter as well. Uh, my personal page, Mega Man 6980. A lot of people ask me, he's like, what, what do you mean by 6980? June 9th, 1980. That's my date of birth. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, and tomorrow, was it tomorrow, Wednesday? I'm going to be releasing episode 220 of the Mega Man's Live. It's, it's, it's going to be a very deep episode. There's a lot of things I'm going to talk about. Um, a lot of questions we're asking because I was going to take a little hiatus uh, just for personal things, and I'm going to talk about it on this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, Steven. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. And uh, let's, let's keep in contact, all right? I appreciate everybody coming on. Thanks for the, uh, you know, couple questions we had, and I appreciate everyone's time. And uh, stay safe, everybody. All right. Adios. Later. Later, everyone. Late. Late. Okay, there you go. Another classic interview. 
in the books. Coming up next on the podcast, I will be joined by Linda Dam. Um, she is a vlogger and TikTok extraordinaire. We did this interview, of course, over Instagram Live. Thanks to everybody who joined. Um, it was an awesome and fun chat. All right, time for this week's trivia results on Instagram. Last month, I posted a picture of an album cover and posed the question, which band released such album in 2007? The answer was Paramore. And we have a few winners. Um, Jay Flores, 1933 on Instagram. And, of course, once again, my boy Josh over at the Still Loading Podcast got it right. And he got the bonus. Haley Williams is the lead singer. Follow us on Instagram at Sensibly Cynical Pod. Twitter is at Cynical Sensibly. And please follow us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. And can't forget about WordPress. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the podcast. Subscribe wherever you get them. Please stay safe and take care.